Hi, pals! <clears throat> Hi, pals! And welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh! And now, Disneyland Paris news. city of Paris is set to go into a month-long lockdown as the country fears a third wave. With no opening date confirmed, DLP opens the park reservation system for June. April and May are currently unavailable. Disneyland Resort in California is set to reopen on April the 30th. This will be its first reopening since the start of the pandemic, but leaves Disneyland Paris as the only Disney park worldwide still closed. <laughs> well, that's another grim week for the news, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we should say off the bat for the people who are watching the YouTube stream, yes. um, welcome to an all-new look <laughs> DLP show. We uh, we giggled um, a lot when we started talking about doing this, didn't we? Yeah. Chris uh, discovered that we were not only able to do a background and green screen, but uh, that we can also <laughs> put a layer in the front. <laughs> Am I spoiling the magic? A little bit, but no, it's good. Um, Just do it. I think it was on the quiz show, I said something throwaway like, oh, it'd be good if I could sit behind a desk. And I saw both of your faces go, oh. <laughs> And then the next I know... The, this concept art is getting sent back and forth via messenger, and voila! Mm. Can I just right, so for anyone who's just, just listening, I can't see us. Uh, we're sat in rider cars. Yes, you really ought to tune <laughs> in and watch it because yeah, just just to see this. But we should By the uh, magic of the movies. We should screenshot or somebody's watching the screenshot and then tweet it with the hashtag thirty seven Disney Street ride cars. There you go. I've just screenshot it. Oh, I was looking away. Because ah. we're slightly behind on this <laughs> stream. And there. please do check it out, because we look a million books. Uh, right. Um, can I tell you something, some boring uh, technical information, though? Go on, um, Have you any idea how difficult it is to get a uh, full frontal shot of a ride car? So I all, can imagine, actually. So all of these are actually um, ones that are taken from the, not, you know, like sort of three quarters on or mm-hmm. whatever the, whatever the, term is um and i've had to sort of cut them in half skew them so they look straight and then repeat them over to the other side to make them look like they're from the front that, interesting that you should say that you because um when i but when we discussed this i started looking at it and this was the problem that i found and i thought i can't do anything about that i'm gonna wait till hugh does something so uh, I, I just left it <laughs> yeah so all, all, well actually lucy's had three uh, of the ghosts in from phantom manor oh oh well probably um haunted mansion actually but so I had to Photoshop them out and remake the chairs. Anyway, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is all technical stuff. And if you can't see us, like, this is uh, just upsetting. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So um, be sure to check out our other uh, shows. Uh, we've got the uh, Quizney, Quizney Street and the Classic Show because uh, we're going to get up to all sorts yes. of visual shenanigans in those as well if anyone ever wonders why I'm always the one talking with the news and the um, history on the classics podcast and stuff it's because I literally have nothing else to offer Hugh does all the arty stuff Chris is the one with the buttons and the knobs and and I 
I have no. I knew nothing. I know nothing I'm, except Disney. I mean, to be fair, if you want to know why I don't speak much on the podcast, um, it's because I have nothing to offer, which is why I do the technical stuff. So you know, it, you are banging We balance each other's out. We, we you know, you are yams banging or whatever. buttons the whole time, though, Chris, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Caitlin Jackson is in the chat, and we were just talking about Caitlin Jackson on the chat because uh, we put a call out for uh, people to see if they'd seen. Um, uh, the Wild, which mm-hmm. we're reviewing on the classic show, and nobody's uh, seen it. And Caitlin Jackson always helps us out, but she's here in the chat. Hi, Caitlin. Uh, also, we've got a couple of marks, which is always nice to see. Yes, we'll, we do and, like uh, to have and a Andrew of Palmer, Hello, and also Andrew. some people who who are who are being quiet. But that's okay. You can be quiet if you want. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> All drawn forth by the prospect of the apocalypse. Well, that is our discussion this oh, week. Mark says no drinks in the ride cars. Sorry. Oh. oh. Well, it's true, it's true. Um, Yeah, the discussion this week is about the apocalypse. We will get to that. But it's really quite apt, given the news this week. There's nothing good. I'm going to go to the second news item, first of all. Um, uh, They've opened up June for uh, park passes. Sorry, the words escaped me then. This has led a lot of people to abandon April and May. I think we can abandon April for reasons I'll go into in a second. Um, But May was actually sold out anyway because I had gone on and got a few provisional passes just in case our Florida trip is cancelled, which it probably will be. So I've got some park passes for May, but I know I couldn't get all the days I wanted and I only got the days that were left, which were like two days. And then I went on a couple of days later to see if I could get the extra days they're gone. So I wouldn't read in too much about the fact that there's no availability for May because there wasn't, you could, even when it was open. To quote a Rodgers and Hamstein uh, song, say that June is busted out all over. <laughs> nice. You could say, could have been May. It's gonna be May. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the reason I say you can discount April is because... Disneyland California is set to reopen April. Now, I'd already written this news at about four o'clock when Mark Chester, who's in the chat, hello, DM'd me. Um, And I was saying it looks likely that Disneyland Paris will be the last park to open. And then no sooner as I typed it and sent it that I got this DM tagging me in a video by, um, of Bob Chapek. (laughs) Oh, you guys. Um, a video of Bob Chapek having a news interview in America and he, he did say it looks like Paris is going to be the last one to open but the hope to be open by the summer. Now, mm. there wasn't any big revelations in the interview. Thank you so much for sending it, Mark. I'd, honestly, I'd put my technology away for the day. I was like, right, I've done all my podcast stuff. Let's play snake, Snakes and Ladders with Bonnie. And then that cropped up. Um, but I, I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it, guys, given that we went last July in a big euphoric reopening trip. Like, how wonderful. This is all over. We can start living our lives again. And it started in the Far East and America has done a terrible job of controlling it. And all along, (coughs) I felt a little bit smug (laughs) in our end of the planet. And oh, how the proud have fallen. Because the other piece of news for today is the city of Paris is set to go into a, a circuit breaker lockdown. 
uh, as a country fears a third wave. I don't think this has been officially announced. It's very much like we knew 24 hours before Boris Johnson announced the last one, didn't we? Because it filters through. Because all the news articles I read said it looks like and they are anticipating. But it seems seems pretty certain Those now. Those are almost always accurate. Mm. Like every announcement yeah. that's made over Especially here. Especially if it's on is, the BBC. Is, has already been announced all over. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, so... Wow. You're right, Chris. Have you sp- spilt something? No, I just put my drink That's... back down. I was just trying to find somewhere safe to put it. <laughs> You're looking very intently at your uh, legs. No, well, well, as you know, in Autopia, it's quite just like an open bucket. And uh, there's nowhere really <laughs> great to put your drink. So I've just kind of located it here. Um, but I was just putting it out of the way, just looking for somewhere safe. Sorry, it wasn't it wasn't Mark Chester, it was Darren Dunn. I'm so sorry, Dunn family. I've just looked at my notes because Mark Chester has respond, responded to our apocalypse thing. Mark's probably there in the chat going, what? I sent you nothing. <laughs> and, 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 da- and Darren will be like, oh, has he flounced already? I wouldn't blame him. Probably gone for a run again. Get steps up last <laughs> week. Um, sorry, oh, I'm so sorry. That's why I have notes and then I don't read them. Um, the one bit of good news is Disneyland, Disneyland Resort, California, is opening. Wow. They've had the longest closure of any park worldwide. Um, and even when it was announced that they could open from April the 1st, they'd already sold their dining event until the 19th of April. So we knew that they wouldn't open before the 19th of April. And there was talk of needing to retrain staff, etc. So... April the 30th it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of good news. The yeah. end is nigh, guys. The end is nigh. Uh, In California. Do you want to put it like that? <laughs> the end is nigh? Well, it's... <laughs> I mean, this is an apocalypse-themed episode, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. You know, let's, Hugh, let's think, keep it light. I think the end is nigh has negative connotations, but I think we need to take it back in a positive light. Reclaim it. Yeah. That's so. when they get Bill Nye to do the um, the new Studio Tram Tour narration, isn't it? The end is Nye. The end is Nye. <laughs> Fun times. Slim pickings. <laughs> I know. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, boys, have you anything to say about this, this news, this um, lack of news, this depressing news? Well, the only thing I'd say at the moment is, you know, in in the UK, I guess, we can almost be a little bit smug that things seem to be going well for us. Um, yeah, you talked about smugness overall from a Disney point of view, but it, it, isn't it rubbish that we're getting to this point where everything's starting to open up again, you know, and and now Europe's gone backwards? It's just a bit of a, bit of a swine, it, isn't it? A bit of a swine. It really is. And the frustration is... France had removed the travel restrictions on the UK because we are doing so well with both vaccines mm-hmm. and cases, but there is, it looks like there is zero chance that the UK will lift the restrictions on France. And I think, and I didn't really anticipate this, when you look at worldwide travel corridors, it's not going to be people not letting us in. It's going to be us not allowing people to travel certain places and yes, I'm thinking about Florida. Mm. So we might not be able to get back in. Yeah. Yeah, that's a worry. <laughs> I think. Mm. Right. Okay, so we're going to move on to our discussion today. And this was an idea by the good Lord Hugh. 
So I'm going to allow him to uh, introduce our discussion. Be- oh, okay. Before you do, Hugh, is there anything going on in the chat? Yeah. I just thought uh, I'd ask all of, just just quickly. Do you know what? No, unless I'm just going to wow. refresh. Why? <laughs> uh, not, not not a lot going on unless it's just not refreshing. But um, okay, <laughs> I have opened it and re and yeah, closed it and reopened it and uh, nothing nothing new. That's all right though. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's just a quiet day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, hang on. Sorry, no. Mark Chester's just said, looking like we uh, we got a better chance of flying to the states than anywhere in Europe. I know. That's our hope at the moment. But if anywhere does open up, it'll be um, the Atlantic flights. Mm. Fingers crossed for you. Um, oh, actually, I can see it. Mark also asked me, asked me specifically, yeah. what I was looking at. I'm assuming he means when I'm looking at Lucy. I'm looking at Lucy. Um, uh, it's not my kettle. It's the sofa over there. The sofa. It's it's a lot like um, a, you know the Star Wars prequel or Avatar. He's looking <laughs> at a, a ping pong ball on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So the um, the main th- uh, topic of conversation today was um, it's the apocalypse, mm. and you've decided to go to Disneyland Paris to sort of live out your, your final days, mm. you know, or to, you know, just just to see if you can survive it. Um, where do you set up your base? Now, can I ask, are you specifying the kind of apocalypse? Is it a zombie apocalypse or is it a nuclear fallout apocalypse? Or are you just... First person in the chat to answer that. Because that does change your tactics, Yes, it it, it certainly would. Also, are we talking which area or is it literally anywhere, anywhere anything goes? Well, How specific now, here's the do we thing, need to be? Because I was thinking an obvious choice would be to stay in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would. Yeah. That's cheating. No, I took it to mean the Disneyland Park. But okay. uh, Disneyland hotels, Disneyland no, Park. I, I think it's, yeah, I, I think it would spoil it if we said, oh, I'm just going to stay in the Disneyland uh, hotel then and, yeah. um, you know, can have a nice, grab the best room. Yeah. Oh, that would oh, that'd just sound nice. But no, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, you know, that, that doesn't sound very apocalyptic to me. No. Um, not really. The chat seems to be offering a, a direction. Shall we, shall we say zombies, or should we just say unspecified apocalypse? It's an everything apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. It's a zombie nuclear holocaust apocalypse. Can I just say, I as always... part of the nuclear, then all the hotels have been uh, demolished completely. That that rules them right. out right. for you. Okay, and and you were inside the park when it all happened. I read yeah. Day of the Triffids um, a few years a few years ago. Love a bit of John and Wind, I always think of that when I think of the apocalypse. She thought it was terrific. Um, <laughs> the Land of the Blind, the one on my man is king or whatever. Anyway, um, and also, but, well, I think should we just assume that we're on our own? Okay. You, you don't have a family to care for. No. Okay. Because well, we would have to share one. <laughs> no, I don't mean share a home in the post-apocalyptic world, but I mean we'd have to share a scenario in this yeah. in this fantasy we're having. Can I ask a zombie-related mm-hmm. question? If we if we are saying there are zombies involved in whatever yeah. this apocalypse is, are they mm. classic walking zombies or are they modern day <laughs> say that. Are, running are they zombies? The fast ones? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's important. Slow moving, Good. slow moving, dragging their. Um, so floats could be considered getaway vehicles in this kind of scenario. Then, yeah. I, if we're having zombies in Disneyland Paris, it ought to be the um, the nighttime versions of the pirates in Disneyland Paris. Those okay. are the only right, okay. only zombies. 
So what's happened is a sort of um, an unspecified, like, glowing purple bomb has landed in the park and all the animatronics have come to life. Mm-hmm. And they're the zombies. Oh, that's going so, to completely change my my tact here. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Except, like, the good ones. Like, the small old ones wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, hold it's up. just like the, be worse. the ones that you would expect. Couldn't it be the small world ones? <laughs> just them. Hordes <laughs> of them. Blinking. Like that. Coming towards you with their heads. So, just going side to side. When we discussed this, my, my first thought was, well, um, Phantom Manor seems like a good place to go and hide, but now you've mentioned this, hmm. it, it's not at all. But also, uh, even if you got into Phantom Manor, you went into the stretching room and down and then... You switch that mechanism off and you're pretty safe for a while there. Yeah. But you've got no you're sustenance. Not, yeah. There's no food. So you're going to die anyway. Well, no, this is this is your base. You, you can run out. Yeah, I know, but there's, know. there's no easy escape from, from Phantom Manor, is there? You're mm, kind of cornered well, as far as the park's concerned. The exit from the ride's pretty pretty open, isn't it? You just walk Well, exactly. Right so even if you shut it off at the other end, they'll just come through the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they came in Listen, from behind. You've... you've, you've you found some way of boarding it up. Okay. But then if it's boarded just, up, you can't get out to go and get your food. You no, know, you've secured it, but you can you can get in and out. You go on foraging missions. These zombies this aren't very... This is what you do. These zombies aren't very clever. So, they, like, they just see a, a door and they, they, they give up. See, that's why I was hoping the animatronics were on our side, because if they weren't alive, they'd be a fantastic decoy for any approaching zombies. But now they are the zombies. It, it concerns me slightly. Are you thinking like um, that scene in Home Alone where he just puts them up by the window doing, <laughs> yeah, doing dances? Exactly. Use your animatronics as decoys. <laughs> mm. I thought that um, Phantom Manor would, like, it's an obvious choice, but then would you have had enough of the, of like, the, being scared by things coming for you? Oh, yeah, Lu- Lucy and the dog. Be? Lucy and the dog would just be around. I mean, first off, as they are the zombies, you know that dog's in there already, so. Mm. Lucy, do you want to go in there oh, with God, the zombie yeah. dog? Sorry, I didn't know what you were on about with the dog, but yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't go anywhere near awful, the dog. awful... Um, uh, Demon what, hound. What do you call it? A dog that's like all... Got all matted hair. Mangy. Mangy. A mangy dog. Yeah, not Skeletal that. dog. Mm. Is that your choice then, Chris? No, no, no. That was my first no, no, no. thought. And then right. I thought, well, actually, if you, if you went to Pirates of the Caribbean, again... We've got this problem with the animatronics now, but my second thought when I was thinking about this in the shower earlier was that, <laughs> that um, you, go to, you go to Pirates of the Caribbean, you've got water, which is a bit of a deterrent in itself, I would have thought, anyway, but you've also got Captain Jack's there, which means you've got sustenance within the building that you're in. So that's quite good. But there's a danger there as well, which is that the railway goes through it. So what if a bunch of zombies are on the train and they get through that bit in the... In the on the railway and just smash the way through. So, <laughs> so Pirates of the Caribbean's out as well. You're just living in fear, aren't you? I mean, well, would you not be in, in like a post-apocalyptic world with yeah. zombies and stuff? Well, I think I've taken a slightly different tactic uh, to you, Chris. Am I allowed to jump in? Have you Go, got any yeah. more? Yeah, no, right. I'm probably will. Because I wasn't one. thinking rides at all. I was more thinking practical and where I'd want to live. And I didn't initially know that there were zombies involved. That seems to be a, a recent <laughs> addition. But I'd, I'd got three, three choices. My first one was the Snow White shop in Fantasyland because it's a house within a house. You could live in this little cottage, 
but you would be enclosed. Mm. Enclosed. It's a toy shop, so I'd get all the plush to make a bed. Very com- most comfortable bed you'd find in that theme park, I think. So I make the a bed out of the plush, and I thought I might pop over to the sweet shop to get any non-perishable sweets. You can't go in the restaurants because all the meat's gone off. Not My straight away. No one to cook it. But a lot of those um, biscuits in the packets will last a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So I'd live off those sweets for as long as I could. Um, but now you've introduced zombies, I think, well, that's ground level. There's, it's got two entrances. I couldn't, you know, defend them both. So similar question to um, where, what would you do if you had a deserted park? I'd go to Waltz. Now, Waltz is a fantastic signature restaurant. I'm advertising it. But it's covered in memorabilia and old letters and photographs and things from Walt Disney. So I'd be able to keep myself entertained and interested while I was there. Very comfortable. Tables and chairs, etc. But most importantly, it's second floor with a hidden entrance. So I've got prime position for self-defence there. I can throw down, I can barricade the doors and presumably there'll be a kitchen exit if anyone comes up. So I've, I've got really good presumably. defendable position in Walt. Presumably. That's not an assumption you want to be making, is it? I'm going to go there and I'm assuming there's another way out. I don't think that they deliver the, you know, the raw fish delivery that they get through the front entrance. I presume there's a kitchen entrance. Yeah, you're probably get right. To. And as we all know, kitchens are amazing for fighting off zombies because of the ample frying pans, steak knives and tenderising mallets. So I've got loads of weapons. If I want food, now I've said you can't have perishable food, so I would go down to the Emporium, having a look with my steak knives, make Mm -hmm. sure there's no zombies. And again, I would fill up on non-perishable food from the Emporium and then I'd go upstairs and I'd hunker down. So that's my second choice. But I'm going to go with my third choice, which is I'm going to live in the castle because screw you guys, it's the apocalypse, I can live where I want. There you go. I thought someone should go for the castle. I'm living in the castle. Someone should go for the castle. I have no good reason. Can I make a suggestion for all of us um, that at some point one of us makes a trip to where the floats are kept and gets Maleficent the dragon because that, as as a vehicle with a weapon, is going to be... Flamethrower. Exactly. That's going to be significant... Um, when we need to get through a bunch of zombies to get to some food or, you know, toilet rolls or whatever. Heartily agree. Mm-hmm. I thought Hugh would say um, a different castle. That's what I thought Hugh's suggestion would be. But Chris, what's the get out of it? Well, I haven't, uh, I haven't got to mine yet. No, I'm looking forward to Hugh's. I don't know what it is. Well, Chris, that was uh, my, uh, my running like leader to right before the show, I was thinking... Um, the Queen of Hearts Castle, the best castle in any Disney park. Mm-hmm. Um, strategical advantage is you can see people, and you know they have to work their way through a maze to get to you. So you know you've got time. Um, but then I changed my mind, and I wondered if maybe the tree house would just be a great a great place to stay. It'd be a bit cold, but you know you'd you'd make it cozy. There's a bed there. It's a good vantage point. But as soon as they see you, you've had it. I don't know. It'd be easily defendable. Do you think? And just, they are slow moving, so we're very easy yeah, true. to Yeah, that is to, true. To, they to are slow moving. But then I changed my mind again. Ooh. What I want to do is I'm going to live in the caves. That's where I'm going to live. Um, and the whole, like, the uh, the suspension bridge 
the rope bridge, you know, that I'm going to, that's, that's all my, my playground. And, um, do you know, like in films where someone goes missing, like in, um, second Pirates, Pirates film where Jack goes missing for a bit and he turns up and he's, he's in, he's, he's in that tribe and he's like <laughs> the king of the tribe. I'd be like that. You'd, you'd, you'd see me and I'd be covered in makeup and I'd, you know, I've gone a bit feral. Um, and like if someone was chasing me through those caves, I, I'd know those caves at the back of my hand. I'd be glimpsed here. And then it'd appear there, you know. Yeah. It would, be, it would be my domain, and I'd just be king of those caves. I would go, like, utterly feral. I'd just be, like, wearing, like, a grass skirt, and I'd have, like, paint all over my face. I'd have some kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, Ben Gunn. I was trying to think what the character was. I'd have some <laughs> kind of throne made of bamboo with skulls on it. I'd have a headdress made mm, of, mm. like, some leaves that I'd found... All, you know, all of that. What would you What would you eat? Would you be going around killing Disney ducks and? No, things? I'd uh, I'd learn how to because it's not that far. I'd learn how to work the mango whip machine, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go and help myself with those every so often. Well, at least someone would know how to work I'd, it. I'd live off those and I'd eat them like a chimpanzee. Well, scoop them out like that. I I settled on. Um, taking one of the boats out into the water far enough away from everything. I, th- yeah, I thought I that, that was the way to go. I also considered whether going the Molly onto Thunder... Yeah. yeah. I also that would, yes. wondered about going onto the Thunder Mesa and boarding up the uh, mm. the mine and, and yeah. going for that. But again, you've got more difficulty getting out to go and get food and stuff yeah. then as well. Because that's so. like an island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you could, you could be your own kingdom. It'd be fantastic. That is... A strategically smart move, though, Chris. I like that. Mm. But I'm sticking with screw you. I live in a castle. You two are both very optimistic, though. I'm kind of assuming that ultimately <laughs> I'm going to get got. This is about how long I can keep going for. And we're just having a wonderful time living out our Disney <laughs> well, fantasies. My my original like daydream is sometimes when we're going around the park, maybe we're sat having some lunch or something. And I'll sit and just wonder, and I think like, what if I had to live here because the world has ended, but. <laughs> Um, there's no apocalypse. There's no zombies. It's just, it's just like it's just what would make a nice house. Yeah. All right. What would make a nice house? Well, well, if if we're going by that, I stick with my first choice, which is the Snow White shop. That would be a lovely little house. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And you've got little little furry friends. Yeah. Or I don't know. Like the the uh, the the information office. On the edge of Fantasyland and um, <laughs> Dis- Discoveryland. Town Hall. Oh, yeah. Town Hall. Mm. Good shout. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's um, gone into Star Tours and... Do you know what? Sort of... I thought about that. I actually thought about Star Wars, uh, Star Tours because if you were being chased by zombies slowly, you could lure them into there, couldn't you? And actually <laughs> lure them into the machines and, and set them going and just leave them stuck in there moving about and give them like, all for eternity. Sickness. Yeah. yeah. They would think that because they're stupid, they'd think they'd been launched into space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be getting really yeah. frustrated um, with being on crate again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh not great oh. again. There's not just us playing this game. Mark has also sent us an answer. Oh. So would you like to hear what Mark's tactics yeah. were? Yeah, Mark Chester, who, who also notes that uh, me having mango whip means uh, my vitamin C is taken care of. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I got some apple sours from the gift shop, so my my five a day is sorted as well. <laughs> oh, Mark Riley's saying, why not, why not set the Disneyland Hotel? The pool's all yours. But we did, we, we, yeah, we said a moment ago, didn't we? Off limits. That we've, we've discounted the hotels. They've been but, bombed or something. But it, yeah, yeah they, they, they've been destroyed. Gone. But um, yeah, it would be good. I didn't, didn't even know there was a hotel there. I mean, sorry, a pool there. Mm. Do you know all what? All the deluxe have got pools. We should have made it a gremlin apocalypse. Mm. Like just, oh. just loads of gremlins. Because that, that, could you imagine a sequel to Gremlins I, set in Disneyland? But don't, oh. you can't get them wet though, can you? And no, you can't. No. When you get them yeah, wet. I love the idea though of Gremlins just running a theme park. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> that's a great idea because there's, there's, you know, there's rumblings of the third film, and um, yeah, that would make a great story. Some, some people go to a theme park, they end up like getting locked in at night yes. or something. It gets overrun by Gremlins. Yes. And they just keep getting forced onto different rides, and the gremlins are just like, uh, yeah, I'm ruining all so the rides. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> that. That would be a third film in this day and age would be terrible though, because it would be it would be CG'd and it would be too good. I mean, part of the charm no, no, of it no, they, is just the little teddy. There's this this is the thing. There's talk of it being like both practical and digital effects. I could get down with that. I think it would be. I think I think these days, um, <laughs> wrong IP. Pra- practical effects are coming back. There's 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 a love for practical effects, and I don't. I, yeah, just just digital would be a shame. Yes. <laughs> Right, should we um, listen to what Mark's idea was? Yes. Yeah, go. Oh, sorry, I've got to read it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he says, he says, my plans for zombie apocalypse, I would take over Autopia, surrounded by woods, so loads of wildlife to live off, not to mention the basic tool for restarting humanity, wood, wood equals fire equals we will survive, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> we will survive, baby. Um, <laughs> Groovy. Basic tool for restarting humanity: wood. Wood equals fire. Fire equals we will survive, baby. Right. Okay. Also, uh, uh, I so would get a zombie kill of the week consistently by running those bad boys over in my army of Disney zombie squishing motors. <laughs> if my plan Travel fails, as slow as the zombies do. <laughs> if my plan fails, a backup would be the safe haven that is uh, les mystères du Nautilus. Ooh. Um, they can't eat us if they can't see us. I've thought the that Nautilus. Matters. Thanks for that, Mark. He's, he's thought that through, I like, and that's what we like to see. Well, he's and also got a lot of bases covered there. He's missed another good point, which is that awesome smell of petrol that you get around Dautopia, yeah. like constantly. And what if zombies just they just didn't like the smell of petrol? And that that could be a film in uh, a, a bit in this film where we'd, we'd talk to Mark and he'd be all grizzled and he'd be like, "You don't much like the smell of petrol, so that's why it shows here. But sooner or later, he'll find a way in." And I'll find a way in. Next time we go to Disneyland Paris, we need to go through the Nautilus. I, I feel it's been a good couple of years since we've been through there. Was that a good impression of you, Mark Riley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nautilus um, was... Yeah, I thought about that. Cause it's cosy. You could easily lock that off. Mm. What about Cafe Agrabah? Because it's got all little nooks and crannies and stuff. And there's toilets right next door. Yeah, yeah. It'd just be a nice place. And loads of olives and stuff. Olives don't go off, do they? They're just they're, do they not in oil and stuff. The olives not go off. Well, that's a shame. I mean, they, they will, but you, <laughs> you know, you have to eat olives. They're, they're preserved in olive oil, people. aren't they? So I know, but True. other stuff as well. Gherkins preserved in pickles. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Right. Is there anything in the chat about that, Huey? Or should we move on to our and finally? I think it's and finally time. 
And finally, and finally, the Reigns have got a shop Disney oh, package. Sorry. Matt Chester does say, additionally, I would uh, wander around in a Mickey Mouse outfit, zombie bite proof. I, I do feel like we've gone slightly down the wrong route as well because Caitlin did actually post earlier on a horde of tiny small world dolls is a real nightmare. I think it could have yeah. been quite fun to have indulged that as a thought. I and think they that run depends as well. Who... Little dolls like that get people, don't they? The way clowns get some people. I know that this kind of porcelain doll, little doll head thing really freaks people out. I'd love that. <laughs> the, if all the being small world chased dolls by small world dolls. Well, it depends. If they're bloodthirsty, I probably they'd, wouldn't like anything if it was bloodthirsty. They'd be fun to fight because yeah, they would because they'd be very easily like drop kick that head. Defeat defeatable, but um, and they're only knee height, aren't they? Yeah. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. Right. The Rain family got a shop Disney delivery today, so we're going to do a, a slight haul thing to finish. Sorry, so, yeah, it's not much. It's only small. Don't worry. One of these is uh, my new ears, Ooh. which I am sporting. Now these are I don't I wear ears on the videos. I don't wear them much in the park um, because I, I'm not good in the sun and I need a sun hat on. But this is uh, a Disney bound I've got planned, which will be coming up on my Disney bound videos so keep your eye out for those mm. but the other thing one of the other things we got is um we got a nuimo <laughs> so she's a new member of the family and i haven't got her any outfits yet they're coming i have to split my budget but i have to say she's everything i dreamt she'd be and more i'm so in love with her she's highly poseable She's got magnetic hands, so she's climbing up things and doing things. She's part of the family now. She walks to school with me and Bonnie <laughs> in my top pocket. Hugh looks impressed. We love her. We absolutely <laughs> love her. So keep an eye out for Daisy on Instagram and Twitter. She's the new love of my life. I have Isn't a new love best? of my life because um, I bought two books to complete their Drew as They Pleased collection. Um so I, I was very pleased with that. Also, in the same package, something came for Hugh that was a 40th birthday present. Ooh. I'm going to have to drop Cassia. it round to to you in your wing at some point in the not-too-distant future. Are you going to do some book reviews of the new two new books? Well, what I'm going to do is I have another book review coming this week, which is of a, a book by a little-known author, Bob Sangwell. Um, so I'm going to do that this week. Hi, Bob. Because he asked me to. Um, I feel obliged, uh, so so I'm going to do that for you, Bob. You're welcome. No, but also and... <laughs> it's a good good no, book, though, isn't it? I want to. I, <laughs> I want to because uh, uh, I, no, I do actually want to do it. Um, but I'm, what I'm going to do is for they do as they pleased. There are six books in the in the collection, but to talk about them, they're a very similar thing because they're of a theme. So I think I'm going to do one book review. To rule them I all. think I missed that you were collecting those because when I saw your picture of them all lined up, I was like, "Oh, that does look look like a nice little collection there." Yeah, it's yeah. it's a volume of six, and uh, honestly and truthfully, if you don't have them, um, you should get them. And if you haven't read any of Didier Gets as stuff, you should read some of that as well. Mm. He's he's very good. Now, the other one of the other things we got was um, <clears throat> what, Bonnie's Flynn Rider doll. One of the legs came off. And there was talk of her paying for it with her money, but then I've got a I've got a, a memory of walking through a room and stepping on a blanket and something underneath making a crunching sound. So I couldn't bear 
the you know the thought of her getting a little pennies out of she the, comes with a penny jar out, like out of the penny jar Aww. you know turning it up and seeing if she's got enough when I thought I, I, I think it's probably me that broke it so I, I said no I'm going to pay for it which by the way I still owe Lucy the money for that <laughs> but now he's been sat out in the garden today and she's, she, she had his trousers off so he's been sat with his trousers <laughs> down but she got a new Flynn Rider doll <laughs> He um, looks a bit different from the old one. His costume's not quite as nice, and he looks a bit more stern. But she said she likes this this face. Mm. She likes his stern face. Anyway, um, but thing is, we'd spent enough to get a free gift, Ooh. and there were three options, weren't there? There were four options. Four. Uh, I can't remember the other two. I remember the one we got. And there the was we... a Pixar mug mm-hmm. and one of those Pixar collectible keys. Yep. Now the mug with too many mugs. The collectible keys. If I start on something like that, we. We're in for trouble. I know you've started it, Chris, and I deliberately, I made a decision like a year ago thinking they look cool. I'm not going to start that collection because it would just, it would get out of hand. Mm. So. Uh, So the other thing, well, so it came down to like the last couple of things. There was Forky. Yeah. And like Bonnie, Bonnie wanted Forky. We didn't specifically say this is your present, Bonnie, but just like as a household, we're getting a gift and she said Forky. And we both vetoed it. Good. Just and and we, we, she said, she oh. She was so disappointed. She said, she said Forky, and we said no. And she went, oh. And, and we said, we don't like Forky in this house. We're not a Toy Story 4 house. <laughs> and we had to explain. It was like sitting down with your child and but explaining. we've since realised the thing we've got is quite large. And Forky would have actually been the right size for her to play with mm-hmm. all her figures and toys. So we feel a bit bad about that. But then, don't feel so bad. Because what we got... <sighs> it's lots of... Was lots of hugs and. Uh, does he smell of strawberries? It sure does. It's and, amazing. And like, if if you, you can feel the strawberry thing inside, and if you give it a rub, it kicks off some fresh strawberry. He is a family hit. This Teddy. I don't don't really like his curious eyebrows. I was just going to say, he, why does he look? Why does he look like? Because he, yeah, he's got devious eyebrows, and I think it's just it would be better of him to have less of his Toy Story three character yeah, and, and just more of his toy. Like, yeah. Just be like the original... The toy that would have been bought. Yeah, yeah. I'm so with you on that. That's a bit of a... You know, they might as well have given him his cane, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's very cuddly. Lucy likes cuddling. Oh, he's lovely. He's lovely. And he smells like strawberries. Bonnie's delighted. Yeah, Bonnie likes him. So. She's uh, getting a big Toy Story collection. She's got Bullseye and Woody and Jesse. Mm. So they're all playing together. Oh, that's nice. nice. Uh, and Mr. Potato Head somewhere. Andrew says also, he got the mug. What did you buy, Andrew? Or is that is it a secret? Oh yeah. Oh. He got the mug. Oh um things. Who was it? Oh Mark Riley also likes the he likes the ride buggies that we've got going on. Mm-hmm. Real production values. Like I said before, it's these fellas. I just realised nothing my, to do with me. My microphone actually makes it look like I've got a seatbelt on. <laughs> but the steering wheel is behind me. <laughs> right. Let's wrap up then. Um, I've got two videos filmed waiting to be edited. They're both about Disney World. Um, one is just kind of... Do you know, funnily enough, the minute I said that, I've got our iPad up, I just got a message from the friend that we're going with giving me her suggestions for a Disney bound. She's all in it. Um, <laughs> but it's basically, it's kind of... What we would do is a pre-trip report on this podcast if we we're going to Disneyland Paris saying where we stay in. How, you know, what we're looking forward to, that kind of thing. I've done a video like that. But then the reason I wanted to get that knocked out last week is that tomorrow our dining reservation 
day opens and we're going for some very hard to get dining reservations so what I'm doing is I'm setting up the camera and I'm setting up screen record on my laptop and you can watch me while I do the crazy feverish thing of trying to get all the dining reservations and she's also realised that American clocks have already gone uh, they've done forward daylight savings time already so they're not five hours ahead so they're like is it a, is it two hours rather than one difference? No, four hours instead of five. It's usually five hours difference mm-hmm. between here and Florida, right, but okay. now it's four hours. Oh, okay. But mm. only for two weeks, then next week it goes back to being five hours yeah, again. Yeah, what I don't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that makes more <laughs> sense. I don't, I don't know where I got two hours from. That's madness. Um, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow. So if anyone wants to watch live action as someone tries and <laughs> books their restaurants... Don't know how interested that in, is. <laughs> then um, it'll, keep your eyes out. It'll just be you be... going. <sighs> I think the first time I had to do it for a Florida holiday, I was really nervous because I knew that it was quite. Um, I knew that I was after some. I was trying to get Cinderella's royal table and stuff, and I knew that you had to get it bang on the money, and it was like trying to get Glastonbury tickets mm. to just disappear. So I'd got like multiple things, and if I'd have been able to to watch a video of someone actually do it, I would have felt less nervous. There's loads of videos of people giving you advice and giving you tips, but there's no videos that I found where you can watch someone do it. So that's why I'm going to do the screen record. And if anyone's interested in that, Mm -hmm. or if you ever plan on going to Florida, check it out. I'll film it tomorrow. It should be edited by the end of the week. Nice. We found Mm. out what um, Andrew bought (laughs) Go <laughs> uh, on, tell uh, us. Anyway, good night. Uh, <laughs> he got a new shield top. Oh! At first, I didn't know what the, t- uh, the top of a shield was, but it must mean a shield. S H I E L. Agents of Shield. T shirt or something. Yeah. Uh, and a new up Christmas dre- decoration. Nice. Ooh. In case you're wondering. <laughs> I like people who buy Christmas decorations in March. There's something really optimistic about it. I just think. You know, if you can get them when they're cheap as well, <laughs> the Disney ones, mm. because they're up there. There's right. that as well. Thrifty. Yeah. Right, guys, I'm wrapping up. If you have anything to say, say it now. So, uh, don't forget to check out our Classics podcast. This week, it's The Wild. Oh, the what a show. film. If you've ever seen The Wild, I'd never even heard of it till we started doing this podcast. And I am a Disney nut, so we're going to be doing The Wild. It's a very interesting one. I recommend you check that out. It- that will be up... The second and fourth Monday of every month. I think so. it'll be our first twenty-minute show. <laughs> it'll be up tomorrow, and um, and then on the alternate <clears throat> Wednesdays we do our quiz Disney trivia show thirty-seven Quizney Street, cool. and we're up to round six for that. And Hugh is two-point lead on Chris. Spoilers. So. That's worth tuning in for. If you've enjoyed it today, don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, and follow. People are starting to say follow because subscribe um, has yes. connotations of money. Yeah. And also, some people genuinely do think it means, after all this time, they think that just say follow. Yeah. Fine. What cost you anything? By pressing the subscribe <laughs> button. And I'm bored yeah. of hearing people ask me to, asking to subscribe on every single show I watch. So just hearing follow. It kind of falls under, like, it doesn't annoy me as much. Follow me now. If if you want to, um, if you want to 
if you do want to help us financially in any way, we have very small overheads, but we do have overheads and you want to help us buy green screens and things, then we have a Patreon as well. And I, I think it's just, is it just £2 a month, Chris? Three. It's three. Three pounds a month to help us financially on Patreon, if you are kind enough to do so. So thank you all for joining us on another lovely Sunday night. We hope to have loads more construction news and exciting reopening news for you next week. Um, have we got a discussion topic for next week? Uh, the, Tune in and find the, out. The, the, uh, uh, we, we had uh, ideas for hotels. Oh, yeah. Oh, New hotel space, ideas. By, for that space on the lake. And I've already got some. I've got. I wrote some uh, ideas down from Andrew Pye and Mark Chester and Bob Sangwell. They all had ideas, and I wrote them down at the time. So I've already so, got their answers. Next cool. week we're going to be doing some armchair imagineering as we design our own Disneyland Paris hotels. It looks like Chris's ride has set off already, so he'll be going down the slopes. So we better get going. Thank you very much for joining us this week. You've been fantastic. I've been Lucy. This has been Chris and Hugh. And good night. Good night. Wow. Do 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 do